Hi, this is Chanel from Iron Bean Coffee Company. And this is Fred, her loving husband. <laughs> loving. Chanel, what are we doing tonight? Chanel has a subject um, that she wants to broach a little bit. Oh. So before we started, we're like, so what do you want to talk about today? Episode two. What are we going to do? And uh, she said, we need to, we need to go on Google and look up marriage questions. So that's so what we're going to do today. Fred chose. I didn't choose. To, I just read number no, one. No, you said. I said, oh, I saw the, the questions, questions. before you get married. Right, right. So this is what I found. 30 questions to ask before getting married. We made that jump 21 years ago. So we're going to change this to uh, 30 questions we should have asked before we got married. And uh, see here, question number one. <laughs> I laughed a little bit. And that's probably super inappropriate. So you ready? Mm-hmm. You going to answer first? Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll probably just feed off each other. <laughs> so number one, how did your parents show their love to you growing up? <laughs> so on a good day, my mother would bake an apple pie and have you sit in front of her and she'd curl your hair. And the next minute was... Get in the other room. Get out of my freaking way. Go upstairs in your bedroom. Go make my bed. Make my tea. <laughs> yeah. Which part? Which which part was the love showing, or was that all showing Both. your love? It was in a special way. Yeah. Does that answer the question the right way? Did your parents show? How did they say it? I can't see over there. How did your parents show their love to you growing up? That was it. That was a whooping ass. So you cooked, you guys cooked together? No. And then you got your she ass kicked. She told you to get out of the kitchen when she cooked. When she was in a good mood though, she'd bake apple pies and, or she'd swing you around the living room and dance with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That made you feel pretty good, huh? Yeah. And when she, and sometimes you get your ass beat too. I that mean, was a sign of love. You knew you were getting, you knew you were getting some loving when you get your ass whipped, right? That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're getting tough love. Yeah, she didn't it. let us get away with nothing. Tough love. She was a fork thrower. Like that fork would like bend. It would like turn around, <laughs> come after you, go up the stairs. It'd follow you around it the house. follow you. She was that good with it. I'm impressed. <laughs> Me too. She was the fork thrower or the teaspoon. <laughs> How many things did she throw at you? Just a couple. Did she say... Did she say like this? This hurts me more than it hurts you? No. Like right before? She didn't give you a warning. She said, I love you, but I got to do this? No. How do you know she was showing you love like that? <laughs> I don't know. You, feel, you just felt like that. All right, you answer the question. You felt like that was the way she showed you her love, huh? Yeah. No, when she curled my hair or spun me around in the... Living room, dancing to country songs. That actually does sound like a good time. Those yeah. are probably some of the memories you don't ever forget, huh? Mm-mm. Outside from the foons, spoons and forks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're giggling like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want me to answer the question? Sure. Do you want to talk about any more? No, I'm, I'm good. All right. My parents, you just have a mom growing up? I didn't mean to backtrack there on you. Well, I had, well, she was married a few times, so I had a few stepdads. Um, do, you have any, do you have any favorite stepdads? Herbie. Herbie, yeah. beep, beep. Herbie's still there, huh? Yeah, he's still with her. He's the last of the Mohegans. <laughs> yeah. Does, did Herbie ever show you that he loved you? All the time. Oh. Well, he was always working, so his way of showing love was working hard to make sure us girls were fed and had a roof over our head. Cause that was what, the, that's but he what, wasn't very affectionate and, but you knew he loved you if he picked on you. That's how you knew you were in. Yes. If he was ignoring you, he didn't love then you. Then he didn't like you, but he made up a song for me. Let me, let me hear it. I might've heard this before. That's why I'm laughing in he advance. He used to sing it all the time, but this is how you knew he loved you. I think everyone needs to hear this song. I'll, I'll said, shut up. Tiny boobies. In your bra, make me laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Yep. 
Yeah, he's a good guy. He was a great guy. He's still a great guy. He is. He is. He is a great guy. I happen to know Herbie really and well. One time he had me look for a marshmallow tree at the camp. We went camping and he said, if you want marshmallows to roast at the fire, you're going to have to go pick some marshmallows. And so he gave me a pail and he told me they were on a tree and it took me about an hour and I came back crying my eyes out because I couldn't find a marshmallow tree. So you came back crying, not because you figured out he was full of shit, but because you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't find a tree. I couldn't find a tree. Oh my God. I, had, I went, came back with no marshmallows. What happened after that? After you disappointed the family? He just laughed. <laughs> I still really thought there was a marshmallow tree that I just couldn't find one. Did he ever tell you like at the end of the night or like when you got back? Did, did he, well, yeah, after he laughed at me. He, he's your mind. But that's how he showed his love. I got he, the marshmallows right he here. picked on you. That actually sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. That's what men did back in the day. Mm -hmm. Provided for the families. Yep. And then made them feel dumb. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Where do you think I got my sense of humor from? I thought you got it from me. Just looking at my face. All right. You answer that question. Okay. I don't think we were recording before, but we're recording now. All right. You ready? We weren't recording. Oh, we're definitely recording the sound. I don't oh. know if the video went through. Okay. All right. So question number two. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get out of the first one. So how did your parents show their love to you growing up? So I had both parents, same ones, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> My dad showed me love by letting me go get him a beer out of the refrigerator. I knew I was in at least that day. <laughs> if, if he said, hey, Freddie go get me a beer and it didn't come with a belt whooping. Not that I didn't deserve him all the time, but I knew I was in, it was good. And then he let me take the cap off. Then he'd bend it. <laughs> he'd bend it. He'd take the cap and he'd, he'd bend it in, in his finger in half. Mm -hmm. And he'd go, he go, when you can do that kid, that's when you're ready. I don't really know what I was going to Ready do. for what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to be ready for. But maybe that's when I was going to become a man. Oh. I was finally able to do it when I was about 13 or 14. I take, I take the, the cap off and then I bend it for him. He'd be like, good job. And then he told me to do like a hundred sit-ups. Oh. So I did. And then it hurt really, really bad the next day, but I didn't let anybody know. Hmm. So that's how my dad showed me love. He, he included me in, into his pastime. And um, he took me fishing like when I was really, really young. Mm-hmm. He'd take me out on the weekends. Sometimes we'd go to the dump. And we'd pull. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at this. Come on, son. Let's go to the dump. I'm spilling my heart out right now. Because <laughs> I'm the sensitive one here. We'd, we'd get in the Suburban. We always had a Suburban. Can old. I turn this? You got you to like turn the whole thing. Uh, okay. So he'd take me to the dump and we'd pull out railroad ties and, and all kinds of cool stuff to take home. Mm -hmm. And then we'd leave our garbage there. And that, those were fun times. <laughs> Sometimes we'd go, we'd go fishing mm -hmm. when I was real young. I can't remember how old I was when we stopped fishing. It was probably like 10 or 11 maybe. But times before that, we'd go fishing at the Alcove Reservoir or Thompson's Lake. These are upstate New York. And he would, um, he'd help me put the worm on. He'd tie my, he'd tie my lures on for me and I'd get them stuck and I'd lose probably a thousand of them. I'm sure that was really aggravating. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he'd fish a little bit too while I was fishing, but mostly just drank beer. So that was fun. Then we drove home. <laughs> so, and then that's about it. I was trying to make something up that would sound sweeter. That's about it. So my mom showed me love. By telling me it was okay. <laughs> my mom was my, my mom really, really was my guardian angel. She really wanted me to, to think that the world was, was okay. And she would always defend me mm -hmm. no matter what. I could do no wrong in her That's eyes. why you have a problem now. <laughs> I was mama's boy. <laughs> when he gets told he's doing something wrong, he stomps like a 12 year old. Yeah. <sighs> and my mom doesn't show up to tell me it's okay anymore. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so my mom. That I, explains it all. My mom really, really loved me to death. I think she still loves me, but we live in Ohio, so I don't get to see her very much. 
because of COVID-20. Hopefully it's not COVID-21 or whatever, whatever, COVID-19. My mom always says she misses me and wishes I lived closer and, and then she'll, you know, she'll say, I wish you were closer. I miss you. I'm so happy to see you when you come visit. And then as soon as I leave, she'll call like one of the family members and go, oh, she only stayed for five minutes. <laughs> it's actually an hour, but she'll only five minutes. That's and because she loved you. That's because she loved you and she I really know. wanted more I time. know that, but she does that all the time. Does it make you mad? No. Is that, why'd you bring it up then? No, it's just because. Everyone can see the look on your face It's right funny. <laughs> she does it to me all the time. Like look. Like I'll never find out. It's always, about me behind my back. Somebody's always ratting her out. They do. They rat her out all the time. Is your whole family like a bunch of tattletales? Oh, yeah. That's horrible. Because they only tell me because I don't. You got to get it closer this way. Honey. I know. You, I feel weird because I, I can't like look at you. You look at me. Like I'm trying to show you some kind of sympathy, you know, like. Sympathy. You know. <laughs> You feel bad for me over here? No, not really, but I'll I, can I feel bad for, for me because you keep hour. scooting away. Well, I'm, I'm you're trying to look turn this way. Here, let's do it like you're this. You're like over here. I don't want to block our faces from the from the, the oh, huge please, audience of four, my... four people we got. Okay, okay, so go ahead. What's the next question? Here, can you look at me now? Do your microphone like this? I can look at you on the screen. That's good enough. You're just gonna look at me right here. Mm -hmm. Right here. Okay. Okay. Next question. You don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Okay, next question. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. Why questions are you, you should ask before you get married. 30 questions to ask before that you That first question's important. I <clears> wish <throat> I did find out that you would have acted like a 12-year-old every time you do something wrong. That's probably why it's number one question. Then I would have known what I was in for. They're like, hey, this is number one, qu okay, number one question. Okay, can you right not? I don't want to eat the microphone. Okay. All right, now you come closer to All me. All right, second one. You're going to eat it, baby. Do you have trust issues or insecurities? No. None? Before I got married? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> well, we changed this to 30 questions to ask. The 30 you questions we question. should have asked before right. we got married. Yeah, I didn't have any then. Should, should, so you didn't have none? No. I had my major trust issues. I had major insecurity. I don't think I really had trust issues. I did, like, prior to meeting you, I had insecurity issues yeah but i made you feel beautiful huh <laughs> yeah no inside and out <laughs> no i got confident before i met you you just said you had major insecurities before we met i meant like before before you want you, you tried to give for, me the credit and then I take was it away in a relationship for 10 years where i felt insecure and then i got strong and then i became mentally strong you did i did you were pretty strong when i, I was you. not insecure i'm not about myself or anything. I was pretty strong. That's why I was on my own with two kids and doing my thing. That's what I loved about you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was pretty insecure. I know. I had a, I wasn't in a 10 year relationship, but I was in, I keep saying a two year relationship, but when I, when I try to think about the dates, it must've been shorter, <laughs> but it felt like 10 years. So I think I was with, um, Satan <laughs> for two years before I met you. <laughs> Satan spawn. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say her name on here, but it's the opposite of Satan, not God, but something else. Mm -hmm. So she really made it hard to, um, to trust some. So my mom, that guardian angel of a person, mm -hmm. she, um, she always told me it was going to be okay. And, uh, and I was okay. Well, she said that a lot about her, her own relationship. Mm -hmm. So I thought that, you know, if your relationship's hard and you like, you like bear down and get through it, that mm -hmm. was the way it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're proving your love by dealing with a lot of bullshit. So that, that's, uh, that's kind of how this other relationship went. I was 18, just turned 18. Actually, I was 17 a couple of weeks before my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. She was 31, so I probably should have Sorry. figured out. I should have figured out pretty quick that there was something wrong there, but I didn't. Just seemed like cool, mm -hmm. and then it turned into hell. And uh, she belittled me pretty consistently, and I felt like a complete piece of shit. Yeah, but you were insecure before that. No, I was pretty secure right before that started. 
I had, you know, normal 17 year old insecurities. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I was always real chubby and fat and picked on, but probably about a good six months leading up to that. I was working out at the Gold's gym and I was surrounded by a bunch of friends or people that I, I considered friends that were at the gym. So that, that small community in the gym made me feel pretty confident. And then, uh, it all was all shattered pretty, pretty quick. But I figured out if I stayed with it, I was proven that I, I that I love somebody. What I thought was- How'd that work? It didn't, <laughs> it didn't work at all. It didn't work at all. And um, thank God I got out. It was horrible. So yeah, yeah. I had insecurities right, right when we met. I know. It took you two years not to wear a shirt. In the pool. Or in the pool. Like you would not take your shirt off. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was disgusting. At least I thought I was. You weren't. She loves me so much, don't she? All right. Next question. You want to talk about that anymore? No. You have any questions for me? No. <laughs> I got a lot of questions for you. Go ahead and ask. Well, I mean, you know, why you're, why, you're why you're telling the answers. It makes me think about other stuff. Like what? Just do all the stuff that I asked you. Oh. It'll come out. Okay. If I have something. Okay. Not like right this second. I have second. no questions. We've already talked about it. Yeah, but the audience has never heard it before. So maybe there's oh. something in, maybe there's something inside of what we're thinking that they can identify with. Yeah. Okay. About insecurity? About anything. Yeah. I believe I helped you build your security back up. You did. You made me pretty confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you didn't believe in yourself. I remember when you were starting a job search. You were like, oh, I can't do any better than this. And I said, yes, you can. I pushed you through every one. You did. Mm-hmm. You trying to divorce me and get half my money? I'm just kidding. There ain't much. When I met you, you didn't have shit. <laughs> I had a car that was broke down in somebody else's yard. You didn't even have your car. Your uncle took your car and confiscated it. Yeah, but it didn't work. Because you met me. And it was in me. his yard. <laughs> they found out you met me and we we're going to get hooked up with a girl with two kids and yeah. They took everything that you had just so it would make it even harder on you. That was a good support system. <laughs> good support, good encouragement system I had going on. Sure did. You're going to marry that girl with her two kids? Mm-hmm. I said, you bet your fucking ass I am. Yeah. Well, then I'm taking your car. Worked out pretty good though, didn't it? Yeah. I let you use my car. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we figured it all out. We shared it. Mm-hmm. It, that kind of leads into the next question because I already cheated and looked at it. Oh, well, what's it say? It says... I got to change the tense a little bit. It reads, how will we make decisions together? Now it, it, we have to change it to how do we make decisions together? How, how do we? Yeah, that's a good one. Why is that so? Why are you rubbing your hands like it's evil? Because I'm ready for you to attack me. Why? I'm, I'm warming up for the blocks. Because <laughs> how do we make decisions together? So we've had 21 years worth of decision making. And, I'm, and I think that just in the last two years, we started making decisions together. We made like the major ones together. We've Ma always made major decisions, major decisions together. together. It was never one way or the other. No, I'm, I'm just feeling guilty. Even I, though some people would say that, but no. I made a lot of impulsive decisions. You've made you. a lot of impulsive decisions and I went with a lot of them. You did. That's why I was getting ready. There are sometimes I didn't want to. I probably should have stood my ground, but... Which decisions do you regret? Which what, is there any big ones where you think you should have stood your ground? Buying certain things, spending money. <laughs> but as long as Freddie was happy. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You were just trying to build up my confidence. <laughs> yeah. By letting me waste every dollar that we ever had yeah. on things that we didn't need. Mm -hmm. And that we're. Well, because you worked hard for him. So I had to, you know. You let me reward myself? Yeah, I guess. Thanks, baby. I was trying to be nice, but... It worked out real good. It worked out great. I don't know. I don't know if when I... When our heat went off in the middle of the night, we're working out good. I made for a good story now, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's the next question? I hung blankets in the kitchen to keep us warm and turned on the oven. Yeah, you did. Yeah, see? So I made it work. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Other than that, decision-making's always been uh, pretty much you. What is your love language? My love, what's that mean? What's that question mean? How do you express your love? <laughs> back then? Why are you laughing? Back then? Are we talking about now or then? I guess we should probably talk about both. Mm. I hug you when you're sleeping. 
You rub like my back. when you're sleeping, I rub your back. You rub my back when I'm sleeping. Too. When you're sleeping. Yeah. I do. I wait till you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny this. It might happen. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, stay awake. So you, you express your love through f- physical, physical, act, physical activity. When you're sleeping. It embraces and. and yeah, and it's cr- when I feel warm and fuzzy. And caressing. <laughs> it's only when I'm unconscious. Yeah. How do you express your love when I'm conscious and I'm awake? I don't. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> I'm not an affectionate person. <laughs> but I know that you love me. How could I know? Because I was not always that way. What were you like before? I was pretty affectionate before. Yeah. Then you pissed me off throughout 21 years. So now you're just a little, now you just wait till yeah. I fall asleep. You know what it is? When I do show you affection, you're kind of like, oh, now it's my turn. You kind of play this game. I do? Yeah, you do. Yeah. You kind of like back off. Like it's almost like a game now. So I'm not playing after 21 years. I'm not going to play that. All right. She's showing me affection. So I'm going to be a dickhead. Is that how I act? Yeah. Maybe you don't see it. I don't, but it is like a competition. So I'm just like, whatever. This is what I do right now. Like, this is what I think I'm doing. Like, like if you give me a hug, like Mm -hmm. out of the blue. Yeah. I'll try not to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. so that you, you might do it again. And then at some point I feel so overwhelmed that you did it, that I say, thank you. And then I think it ruins it. I think that's what ruins it. If I give you a hug, you're like, Oh babe, you gave me a hug. Yeah. Or if I touch you, you're like, you touched me. Oh baby, you put your hand and on yeah, my leg. And then that I'm kind of like weirded. Yeah. I think I just need to stop saying anything. But I think it, I started out that way a while ago because we hung around a few, few of our friends were single. And I had a hard time showing affection around people. I think in general, and this is just being honest, between family, not being truly cheerleaders for our relationship, and single friends, it was hard to show affection because I always felt bad somebody was single. I didn't want to... You want to rub your relationship in their face? And then with family not being our cheerleaders, you know, the supporters they should have been I always feel like if you like you gotta hide it kind of your happiness and stuff like that so it's kind of created me to the way I am you're 100% right because we've talked about that in the past yeah so it's kind of created that I say once we get I think once we get done with this podcast we need to go out and do some public displays of affection try, try to break so. it I don't do yeah. that like if you're trying to quit smoking you just smoke like three packs of cigarettes in, yeah. in, in an hour mm-hmm. we're just gonna go we're just gonna go bang in the parking lot oh, <laughs> see if we can nice just, to say see if we can just break through yeah. and then anything less than that would feel acceptable oh. like oh it's just a hug at the supermarket it should be good to go all right. So how do you show your, what is that question? My love language. Yeah. What's your love language? My love language is, is be honest, being honest, mm-hmm. severe groping. Yes. <laughs> it's everything you just said you don't like. Not that you don't like it. Everything that you said, you're kind There's of a difference between not groping to and touching. Yeah. Like it, when we're walking up the stairs into the bedroom, yeah. you always have to go behind me. And then you're, where's your finger go? Right up your butt crack. Right up my butt crack. As I'm walking up the Every stairs. Every single time. That's, yeah, that's really romantic. In any place that we've ever lived with stairs. I hate when I'm, that's why I let you go up first. So we'll walk for the folks at Sorry. home. So we'll be like, we'll be like, we don't always go to bed the same moment as each other, but mm. oftentimes we do. So when we do, we're, we're like, uh, all right, let's go to bed. And then we'll walk to the stairs and Chanel's always in front of me. And now she'll get to the bottom of the stairs and then she giggles immediately. She's like, you go first, yeah. <laughs> you go first. So then I'm like, all right. Cause I know I'm going to get a finger up my butt when I go first. So I walk upstairs and then stick my butt out. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the finger. Yeah. She, You're gross. It's not like a finger, like in the butt, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, yeah. a little pinch. Little pinch to grow in it, just the tip. Oh, gross. I hope you're gonna put a warning on this thing. It's adorable. But that's my love okay. language. I like to I like to look you in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I like to because now now she's not gonna look she's not gonna look in the eyes for the rest of this podcast. I like to look into your eyes. Mm-hmm. I like to tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. And I like to put my hands all over you. Okay. That's my love language. Mm-hmm. 
You want to talk, you want to speak in our love languages right now? No. <laughs> I won't do that to you. I tell you, I love you. You do. Mm-hmm. You do tell When me. you're sleeping. I know. <laughs> Sometimes, this is how you tell me you love me. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you come up to me, you're like. Because I say it all day. You say it all the time. It's because I'm, because I think. But. Now that we're talking about this out loud, I think I'm just constantly fishing. I'm like, I'm trying to get you, you need to too say much it. attention. <laughs> I just need, I just need no, your I'm love. No, I'm just kidding. I just need your love, baby. I do love you. I know you do. Every time you've been in trouble, I, I think the way I show love is like when somebody attacks you in some sort of way, not physically, I am right there. I'll beat your ass physically. I'll, who? Me. Sorry, I didn't You'll mean to interrupt you. You'll beat my ass? Yeah. No, you. I will be good. <laughs> Whatever. I never hit her. No, very protective over you. I show my love in certain ways. Yeah. Just like a mother does with her kid. Yeah. Like I have this so a like, certain way. So you feel like you have to mother me? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> you gotta make sure I brush my no. teeth in the morning. No, I don't do any of that shit. I'm not your mother. That would have lasted about three months <laughs> or three weeks. Yeah, exactly. I no. think we, I think we need to have a love language seminar at the end of this. Okay. I'll give you a hug. All right. You ready All right. for the next What's question? What's the next question? I could feel that you're ready. <laughs> All right. Is if we dumb? get stuck, if we get stuck in our marriage, are we willing to seek outside help with a counselor? No. That's a solid no. I'm glad From you me said too. that. No, because it's well, one why side. Because, because I don't think anybody that goes to, well, first of all, if somebody else has to help you with your problems, I don't know. I just don't believe in it. You think we can communicate enough? That's the thing is communication. But if you have to have somebody and you have to be completely honest, like you have to be completely honest. And I don't think people are because they have those one sessions. That's like when you tell a friend your problems, Yeah, they hear one sided. Right. So they're only getting that one bit. So you think that counselor or that therapist or that psychiatrist that you're talking to has got some sort of unconscious bias or maybe a real bias and they're going to, they're going to lead you in, in some direction that might not actually be healthy for your relationship. Right. And it depends on if you're being honest or not. And I think it's like they, they learn off these books. <laughs> like, so you go to school for this and I don't know. I just don't think it's, it's for everyone. Their think, answers. You think we needed a counselor right now? No, I don't think so either. No, this no is- counselors needed. Your eyes are saying something different right now. <laughs> Maybe you need a counselor. Oh, no. thanks, baby. You just touched me on the leg. See? No. I, knew, I, I don't need a counselor. You, you don't need a language. counselor. All right. Next question. How much alone time do you need? <laughs> a lot. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I would, like my alone time. I only need alone time at the end of the day. When do you need your alone time? In the morning. Yeah. Before I have my coffee. Definitely. After I have my coffee. And I'm a morning person, so it, it kind of... And now that we work together, when I walk into work, I like getting in... In the mode. In the mode. In the mood. Without... In the zone. Bunch of, hey, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at night, when I you're... I like my alone time. When you're rip-roaring and talking and, mm-hmm. and like the, the days behind you and you don't need alone time anymore, then I'm like this. <laughs> you know what? I spend all I spend all my emotion in the morning and you, you spend all your emotion in the evening. I do. And when I drive home cuz we drive separately. Yep. I like sitting in the car with no noise. Yep. The windows rolled up. It's like one of those really hard days at work where you don't even turn on the radio. You just stare out the windshield and drive home. Mm-hmm. Like the hard days. Well, we used to do that like with the that. kids when the kids were little. We'd let them run in the house and just sit in the car. Mhm. I've never lost that habit. Roll down the windows, turn the car off. I think everyone needs alone time. It's a good time to reflect or just think of nothing. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Next th- question. I think your alone time matches mine, <laughs> even though they're on opposite ends of the day. Yeah. Next question. You ready? Yeah. These are boring. Yeah, but they're funny. It's like, <laughs> it's a good, it's a, this is episode two. Okay. And both of these have been really good um, marriage counseling. Okay. Without, without needing something to a- talk to. <laughs> how? People didn't know they were getting some marriage counseling. How are your thoughts about having debt? 
That sucks. It does. But we've, when we first got married, we had a lot of debt. Piles. Piles. Not piles. Just, I mean, we were both working. Yeah. I mean, we were working a lot of hours too. Yep. We just couldn't make ends meet. Nope. So we had to go sign our name somewhere so that we could get more money. Yeah. We weren't getting out what we were putting in. Right. And we were bad at spending. It was those bad decisions that I made. A lot of those impulsive decisions. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think I worry as much as some people do. I don't think we worry at all anymore. And it's not because we have the money. We We still have money problems. We still, I mean, like yesterday when I went to the store and I couldn't, I had no money to spend. I had to get another card. I could have killed you. I had to leave here. He puts a certain amount on my card. In the last two years, because of Iron Bean, yeah. we've, we, I think we both mm-hmm. have gotten a lot, I don't know if I would call it responsible, but we've gotten a lot more frugal. Like, oh man, like the impulse yeah, control. Yeah, we don't just is, go out and buy stuff. Yeah, because there's like less risk. Like when we tell the story about mm-hmm. Iron Bean and we're like, oh, why'd you start and all this stuff and we talk about fear and now the kids are older and you know, they can feed themselves. It's funny because I kind of contradict our actions now. So if we were so scared that we were going to leave the kids starving, mm-hmm. we just blew through any money we had and just spent, 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 spent. And we lived literally paycheck to paycheck. Now that the kids are out, mm-hmm. it's like Iron Bean has become the new, the new baby, I suppose. Yeah. But now that we're older and we have some years behind us, we're like, oh, I don't know if we should spend that. I don't no. know if we should spend that. But we put it back into Iron Bean. Right. Every dollar. Yeah. So we haven't had a car payment. We paid off our cars as part of starting iron Mm beam and haven't had a car payment since then. No. So it's almost four years. You better knock on some wood. But every single month from the, from like marriage month, number four until that point we had a car payment or two. We were always spending. Yeah. We don't waste, we don't waste any money. Not anymore. Bull crap or anything. Cause we got to make this thing work. Yeah. I think before it was, you work so many hours and then you buy something you finally wanted. You just feel like you deserve yeah. it. Like, man, I worked so hard. Why can't I just get this? Mm-hmm. Whether you could afford it or not. Right. You just had to sign your name. And if they let you leave with it, it was yours. And we've grown up. So I'm stuffy. But anyway, um, we've grown up from that stuff. We don't need, we've realized we've spent money on stupid shit that we really don't need. Yeah. Yeah took us 40 years to figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's, that's for a lot of people. It's cool. But I don't worry about running out of money. Now we're month to month. We'll, work, a week we'll week. do what we have to. I don't really stress about it. How about the next And question? if I die, we're, what are we going to put it, bring it with us? Just only if we hated our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put it in the will. If I have $1 in my pocket, it better be in my coffin. When yeah. you burn me up. My box, however we're going to go. I'm hoping to leave something for the kids, but, but, yeah. but, but we love our kids. So whatever dollars in our pocket, they are, they're, they're pretty good at being responsible and making sure that they're okay. Right. So, which is good. We're blessed for that. Yeah. All right. Next question. Now we know who to borrow money from. <laughs> Thanks kids. Thanks you guys are doing a good job. I'm just kidding. Hopefully we, we, you'll never have that burden. Nope. So we just move in and do dishes. <laughs> do the laundry. So next one, how do we handle conflict and how could we be better about it? <laughs> conflict. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. Like my high pitched voice. Laughing. That's my immediately defensive voice. How do we handle conflict? What is most of our cl- conflict about? I don't even know. We don't have anything major Mm-mm. except I think our biggest conflict has been over selfish stuff. Or family. Yeah. That's been our conflict. How do we handle it? Do we just ignore it and it'll go away? You do. I do. Yep. I communicate. I've said from day one, communication is the key. And you don't like to communicate. I don't think most guys don't like to communicate. The lighting here is horrible. All right. We're really back now. I look like I'm missing my eyebrow right there. And I'm not. (laughs) It's the lighting. It does look pretty thin. It does. Looks like it gone it's this lighting you've been going bald since we met too shut up i know i got all this hair it's crazy yeah crazy hair for 30 years chanel's been saying 
I think I'm losing my hair. Yeah, my throat is like dry today. Yeah, I can leave. Allergies it. are going nuts for fall. I can leave both windows up so I can see what's happening in here. Okay. Check that out. Oh, here you go. Now we can tell if it's a uh, like professional stops now. recording. All right. Oh, wait. No, we are recording. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, baby. go ahead. We're on. All right. What was that question? Handling conflict. How could we be better about it? I think we got through that part. Yeah. All right. Next question. Communication. What are the boundaries? <laughs> I just pre-read this. Why are you laughing? Because here we go. I read faster with my eyes than I do with my mouth. What are the boundaries we want to put in place when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex? What was that again? What are the boundaries we want to put in place when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex? The boundaries? Yeah. What? Go ahead. Answer that one. I think the, I think the correct answer is don't form relationships at all with the opposite sex. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yep. Except for your, your current BFF. <laughs> my current BFF. Yeah. Who doesn't come around anymore. Yeah, I know. He's not my BFF no more. Jeremy, if you're out there, your BFF misses you. I do. Jeremy's the only dude that I allowed to be with alone with my wife. Yep. Or I'll kill him. Well, no, it's because you can him. trust your wife. That's right. That was easy question. No relationships. Nope. Outside this relationship. You can have relationships, but None. they can't be personal. Right. What are your expectations? That's for any marriage. Your best friend should be your partner. What are your expectations about how we will spend our free time? <laughs> My expectations. I should ask this question before we got yeah, married. That, that's, go to the next question. This is a hard one to answer because we created a life that has no free time in it. No. We have to make it. We had a lot of free time. So we go to the beginning. grocery store. Yeah. We don't even do that. No, we haven't done that. We don't do anything right now. Now we argue who's going to go to the grocery. We're so tired to go in the grocery store because that's the only thing we do when we do do something. So yeah, our, our, our old free time was chilling at the house, go to the movies, go out drinking, go out dancing. That was, that was years ago. That was early on in our marriage. Yeah. Then we got really career focused and that turned into, um, we're just going to work 24 hours a day. Yeah. And then- no fun. Four, no fun, Fred. <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. So I used to be. Yeah. All work and no play makes Fred a dull boy. <laughs> so I used to be really fun. Yeah, because every time there was something that came up, you had to work or you got called in. Constantly. It was like we can never plan anything. I need my cup of coffee. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you want me to stop recording? No. While you get your coffee? Come this, back. my tea is hot. Come right back. This I'm coffee. actually drinking tea. It's not Iron Bean Coffee Company or coffee. It's iron bean tea. Are you even American? <laughs> I'm not American. Tea. I like my tea in my harbor. It's in green tea. It's good for you. Right, no, because my back. allergies are like acting up bad. And no, it's not Corona. Why are you so paranoid about people thinking you have Corona? <laughs> because God forbid if you sneeze or you cough, everybody says thinks you're Corona. Yeah. Probably because you got it and you're trying to hide it. Mm -hmm. Before you'd sneeze and everybody would be like, God bless you. Now it's like, get the hell away from me. Yeah, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> get out of here. Six feet. Bye. -bye. Ten feet. <laughs> Stay over there. So, like a good neighbor. So we spend way too much time working in the, yeah. be in the beginning of our, our, in the middle of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right up until about four years ago. And then we started Iron Bean. And um, this is our free time. Now we're doing a podcast yeah. at work together. We definitely spend a lot of time together, yeah. working time. We do. So the expectations of our free time, I think it's something that we talk about on and off here lately because we're really starting to identify that we spend our life working and not living. Hold on, you got something in your eye, eyelash. My eyebrows I got it. My eyebrows don't look me. thin on here. Mine do. Okay. So the expectation for our t free time right now, even amidst COVID, is to try to, to travel and do things outside of work. Yeah. And we're sure. going to, we're going to make it happen. We do. We've been making better effort. Yeah. Love you, baby. I love you too. I feel guilty about free time because <laughs> I, I really stole it from my entire yeah. family. since <laughs> like 2006 till 2016. It was work. It was all in good intentions. I was trying my best. I know. I was doing what men do. Okay. Next. Do you feel... Like we have enough heart to heart conversations that connect us emotionally. No. hundred percent. No. <laughs> 110% no. 
120 now. 130. No. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. No. Because people are asking us questions, by the way, we're going to, we're going to do your questions on episode three, which we're yeah. going to do right after this one. Yeah. So T- we're, we're going to do marriage counseling. Yeah. No. We're going to do our marriage counseling and <laughs> our own. <laughs> we're going to connect emotionally right here on this. Yeah. On and this I'm sure podcast. everybody can, can connect with it too. I think a lot of people are probably going to be identified with this. All right, what was that question that I said no to? The bone I just asked. Yeah. I forgot already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we don't have heart-to-heart conversations oh, that connect us emotionally. We don't have heart-to-heart. We don't have enough. No. We're having a better heart-to-heart conversation right now, mm-hmm. answering these questions together, yep. than we actually do in our real life. That's right. Because all of our conversations, not all of them, but 90% of our conversations have to do with Iron Bean Coffee Company, mm-hmm. what we're going to do next, what we should be doing on social media, mm-hmm. what we should be doing on Facebook, what products we need to come out, did we order everything that we need? It's constant. Mm-hmm. Like constant. And then but they, even before then, why didn't we have heart to heart conversations? Because I was at work. No. And when I got, when I wasn't at work, I did not want to talk to anybody about anything anymore. Cause all I did was talk at work all freaking day mm-hmm. and lead people. And I was emotionally spent and I didn't have anything left for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or when I did come to you about something, you get like defensive. Well, yeah, if he came at me with, why did you do this? And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't want to admit to doing anything wrong. But you have in the past probably three years have worked on. So if I say we need to talk about something, you actually, I see you take a deep breath and listen. You've been working on that really good. I'm trying, baby. I know. I'm maturing emotionally. I know. It takes men a lot longer to grow up. It does. It does. It took me till I was but 40. But before then, it was hard to talk to you. Yeah. Nobody likes confrontation or problems. And guys seem to... Be babies? Yeah. Yeah, they're big babies. It's not my fault. Yep. And I don't hold anything back, so it's pretty hard to talk to me, too, probably. Because I don't hold anything back. It's, it wasn't I say it just hard. like I want to say it. Yeah, but you would always say the things that you didn't want to hear because yeah, they were the truth. Sometimes you would say to me, you're not supposed to say that until we're like divorced. <laughs> <laughs> until like, we're divorced. Like honest. I know it's coming. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, I still want to focus on this one. No, we'll, we'll have a heart to heart talk later. Are all you right. trying to speed through these? I'm not. Well, because it's long. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. What's the next one? So... Okay. Sorry. These are great. These are great questions. Slurp. We have, let's see, one, two, there's six left that we're going to do. We're not going to do all 30 of them here. Um, how do you handle your anger? I'm pretty patient. I think I, I get quiet. Yeah. I used to clean closets. That's a hundred percent truth. I knew she was mad if she was buried in a closet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like if literally I organizing a closet. a closet and throwing stuff out. And then I'd be that like, was my, I'd be like, baby, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. And I'm like, oh, baby, baby, let's talk about it. Come on, what's wrong? Right? So I'm always the one begging to talk about it when I was confident I didn't have something to do with it. <laughs> but if I thought I had something to do with it, I just let her clean the closet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, she's yeah. pissed at me right when now. When I'm mad. I wasn't I, always I, sure. That's when I really like to spend time alone. Yeah. Because I don't want to say something I don't mean. And then those times that I was really confident that it wasn't me. And I'm like, baby, just come on. Let's just talk about it. It's going to make you feel better. Oh, baby, come on. What's wrong? And then, and then it was me. I was like, oh shit, I should have never done this. <laughs> and then I'd act like a baby. Right. So I'd be the one begging her to talk to me. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, well, get yeah, you I'm leave. going to the store. I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was. I don't even remember what the issues are. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really How remembers do you handle what the issues it? are. I just kind of described it. Oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Not like leaving the marriage, like leaving right this instant. Yeah. I'm going to the store. I'll be right back. How do I hang, handle my anger? Probably I'm getting better now. Let's got to make note of that. I, I'm getting better. I'm getting I didn't, better now. I didn't always handle my anger really good. And I, and I didn't get angry often, but it was often enough to, have have enough instances to to be able to talk about it. So I used to handle my anger by yelling or being a baby, depending <laughs> on what the anger was for. Like I would always get mad if I thought somebody was attacking me. 
now I really don't get too mad at that stuff anymore. Now I get mad with people on the phone that I can't understand <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm trying to talk to like the bank or the credit card company or somebody who wants to sell me something. But my anger isn't too, um, it's not too flagrant anymore, <laughs> but I usually yell and uh, refuse to listen. You don't yell. I don't you get y- loud. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's <laughs> not yelling. It's loud staring talking with a mean ass look on my face with a look yeah. that nobody likes to see on my face because they know I'm being a douchebag. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty few when and far between. angry with nowadays. other people, though, you're pretty, I think you're pretty, you're a lot calmer. Yeah. When you're angry, when you've been angry in the past, you kind of like put your chest out. Yeah. yeah, try to try to intimidate my way through things. Yeah, you look like one of them pug dogs. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not very intimidating, but I. Your eyes I tried are. to pretend to be. Man. Yeah, you you get that look. Give him that look. Like this. No, you look. No, you get like. Piss a- me off! I'll show you what it looks like. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't get that mad anymore. No. You don't get angry. You've thrown things. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, expensive stuff stuff, usually. One thing, he's lucky. He's never touched me. Only one time you stood like right in front of me and I put my chest out and stood right in front of you. Remember that? Yeah. And then you laughed about it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, damn, she stepped right up. That's right. Don't care how big you are. I I didn't say anything like, come on, hit me. You want to hit me? It wasn't like one of those things, but she was, I don't remember what we were saying. We were having like a argument. And I don't know. What I'm it, done talking. Yeah, you said, I'm done talking. And you're like, no, you ain't. <laughs> and I was like, shit. And then I started laughing my ass off. And then it was over. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was about. Oh, I remember what it was about. You don't want to talk about <laughs> no. it? No. It was embarrassing? <laughs> no. For me? <laughs> yeah, probably for you. <laughs> Episode three. Episode Chanel three. reveals what I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything I did bad. <sighs> Selectively. Yeah. It's a male problem. Yeah, I'm sure it's a male problem. All right, so I was being a baby. But yeah, we've been doing pretty good lately. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. We don't have, honestly, we we have, out of 21 years, we've only had maybe six, like. Good ones. Good ones where you screeched out into the, you know, in your car and screeched away. I was good for getting in my car. Squealed away or whatever you want to call it. I'll be back when I get back. He's a baby. And then I get down the street and I'm like, fuck man, there's a lot of gas I just used. Yeah. And then I think, man, I'm acting like a real fucking douchebag. And I'd feel immediately guilty. But then part of me was like, oh, I gotta kind of stay mad because I'm trying to make a point here. And then I wouldn't be mad anymore. Right. Like I'd get back from my peel out. But I'd walk in the house with like my face on still mad because I, I don't know how to fix it. I'm just a retard. (laughs) Maybe we should, maybe let's go back to question six. Maybe I should have talked to somebody about how to figure this out. Uh, We figured it out now. mm -hmm. All right. Do you expect or want me to change in certain areas? Why would it say expect? Well, because these are questions. These are questions that you ask before you get married. 30 questions you're supposed to ask before you get married. So I guess if, let's say, say we were dating for a while, is there something that you expect me to change maybe in my youth? I'm not sure what they're really asking. Do you expect or want me to change in certain areas? You're changed in those areas. So it's kind of hard to say that right now. This is a tough question, huh? You expect me to change anymore right now? (laughs) No. That's a yes. (laughs) That laugh is speaking way more volumes of truth than, than the lie you just told me. You said, no, you're good. Just your annoying stuff. That's all. Why don't I want to even do this annoying? <laughs> really? Like yeah. the fence that like little things like that, like the fence that needs to be fixed for the past three years that you keep saying you're going to fix. My honey do list. Your honey do list is getting really long. Look at that fence keeps the dogs in. Like yesterday while he was at the shop doing a podcast. I was podcasting with my boy Boo Boo Cakes. I was changing the toilet seat. We almost had a recording Which of that phone I don't call. mind doing work that, you know, some people wouldn't even want to do, but. That's a woman's job. You should be changing the toilet seat. There's no job. It's, I do the plumbing he, below you, the toilet. You, you do the seat above the toilet. You you bought the toilet seat. Yeah, that's a miracle. That took I, three. That took four years. Yeah, four years. And then I changed it because you just left it there. We had a wooden toilet seat that had splinters <laughs> so coming gross. out of it. 
Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> it was never wet. Like, you know, it's not like we miss a lot. Ew. But it did have a lot of splendors. <laughs> what is a wooden toilet seat? Yeah, it's like old school. I think it was the original 1975 yeah, when the house was when built. We moved in, but started. That seat was not what brand are you doing new. That? Yes, it was. There's no way. Four years we shredded the toilet seat. I don't spend that <laughs> much time on the toilet. Yeah, you do. Shredded that thing. Like it went <laughs> through a sawzall. It needed to be changed. We I'm not taking credit for that toilet seat. We have a and that bathroom needs work. And what else do you need to fix? That's it. The hole in the ceiling that you started. <laughs> you found, we have a leak. Yeah, we have a leaky roof. And he cut a hole in it, and it's been like that for a year now. Yeah, cut a little four by four hole in it to let the water yeah. out. Yeah, thanks. I don't know how to do sheetrock. I know how to take shit apart. I know how to I'm do sheetrock. You just need to do the plumbing. Yeah, I fixed the leak on the top. You got to do the sheetrock. <gasps> Listen. You he, just said you do the sheetrock. Yeah, I yeah, will. so it's your hole. No, you have to fix the plumbing before. Are we having conflict? Are we having conflict We're right now? We're having a conflict. So this is the this is you, what all our arguments look you like. You like to start stuff and not complete it. Right. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's probably the most annoying thing about you. So. Is you start stuff and don't complete it unless you want it something specifically for you. I don't complete anything. Yeah, you do. No. Name one thing I've ever completed. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's a short list. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. You start stuff and don't finish it. I do. That's annoying. So do you expect me to change that? Yes, I do. I think this is the question. That means get your ass home and get to work. So on, on episode one, I committed to Chanel that I was going to do something. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I have to go back. <laughs> I have to go back and listen to that podcast and uh. figure out what commitment that was. But right here and now on, on this episode number two, mm-hmm. I'm going to commit to you that I'm going to complete what I start. Okay. And episode six, I'll let you know if you finished it. We'll, we'll do episode six tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those right. things. But we got to start with like the small things. Like I'll, I'll finish the small things that I start, small projects. Okay. All right. Hit it. I'll help you with them. Pound it. Like pinky swear. it. Here, just pound. Forget the pinky. What's up with the pinky? I don't know. It seemed like it would seem like it was more serious. All right, so the pinky swear. You ready for the next question? Mm -hmm. What amount of available money do you need to have to feel comfortable? What a stupid question for a. That's the problem with marriages. So these are questions before you get married. Yeah. Like, so you have to have a certain amount of money before I marry you. Yeah. To feel comfortable. I don't know what is that. (laughs) Could be zero dollars. Well, obviously it was. uh, it was zero dollars at like the time. It was like 50 bucks a week because that's pretty much how much you were making when I met you. Yeah. I expected you to pay the rent. No, you didn't. No, I didn't expect you to do anything. No. That's the truth. No. I was ready to provide, even though I wasn't in position and to provide. I was provide. working. Yeah, we did good. So what, what amount of available money do you need to have to feel comfortable? When we got married at the time, it probably was zero dollars. You just needed a job. Yeah. As long as the kids were fed and had a roof over their head. What is it now? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. And to keep business going. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep iron being afloat. Yeah. Pay the mortgage and eat. Yep. That's how much we need. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. And once in a while, buy something. I mean, I don't go get my hair only once she in a bought while. Something, I get my hair done she bought something Holly. yesterday. What? Shampooer. I did buy a shampoo. I buy stuff for the house. Yep. That those, we need. Those are your big luxury items. Yeah. So we need enough money to keep iron being going. Mm-hmm. Pay the mortgage. Eat. And get a good vacuum about once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Shampoo. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. I don't need many toys at all anymore. I really enjoy Iron Bean Coffee Company. Like, this is my toy. I love coming here and hanging a, out and buying stuff for here. I'm not a big shopper either, so you're probably lucky there. Well, I'm very lucky. <laughs> and believe me, I know I'm lucky. I, I see Instagram. <laughs> what do you and mean you see Instagram? I see Instagram. I see my friends' relationships. Oh. And, uh, and the maintenance that some... Some people are put up. That's right. That's them. what they want, but I can't do that. I just feel weird. Are we both good at apologizing? No. Are you Are you good at apologizing? No, I'm very um, stubborn. Even when you're wrong? Yeah, so, it takes me a little while. That's a hard question to answer because you don't think you're ever wrong. I'm no. stubborn. I'm wrong sometimes. When? Sometimes. Are you ready to apologize right now? Sometimes it's this much. Are you ready to apologize right now for For all all those times you were wrong? No. (laughs) Why would I do that? I think that answers the question. No, I'm not going to go back. 
You can't. Apologize for something. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done no, it in the first place, right? No, buttercup. This is Chanel's motto. If I do motto. something wrong tomorrow, I apologize. This is Chanel's motto. If I was sorry, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't have said it if I, I was sorry. I don't say it like that. No, I'm, I'm putting like a little, I'm putting a little flair on it. You are. Lots but the of words, the, okay, it sounds like this. If I was sorry, I, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> the words don't right. change. I don't do anything. I mean, yeah, I don't purposely like do no, something wrong. No regrets. Or whatever. No regrets. Do I apologize? Well, now you do. Well, a little bit better, but no, not, a, not until after you had your baby fit. That's probably then true. Then you do. We don't actually say we're sorry. We just change it. We, we just, just change kind of change it a little bit. Yeah. We That's show it. Way. Yeah. We show it. Right. Cause actions yeah. speak louder than words. That's right. Yeah. Cause anybody can say sorry. Right. Sorry. I didn't mean all the things I did. Right. So part two of if, if I was sorry, I wouldn't have done it. Part, part two of that is you don't even bother saying so sorry. Stiff. Just show it because you're right. Because the words are, empty. I hate words. You can't just be sorry. I, all I can't stand words. They're way too easy. Right. Uh, you know, I've always been against words. Yeah. I mean, words are important, but actions they, definitely speak louder, right? They mean something when they're followed up with, mm -hmm. with the action. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely learned that. I hate bullshit talk and we commit to it or feel good talk, you know, like that makes you feel good moment. I hate that. Are we both quick to forgive? I'm not. You're not? No. I feel like you are. Oh, is this in general question or just me and you? It's just to me and you. Oh. Because we're getting married. Because <laughs> oh, we that's are married. right. We're getting married. Um, no. So you don't forgive me? I forgive you. But you'll never forget. But I never forget. That's how I am with everything in life. That's why I was wondering if this was like a life question. But yeah, if I don't forget something, how can I really truly forgive it? They say when you forgive something, it means you've moved on and you don't think about it. You don't dwell about it. You don't get upset about it. You So <laughs> if I have a fleeing thought of something, then I guess I didn't forgive. That's the truth. If I still get like upset or angry over something means I didn't forgive. How about me? Do I, am I, I, I mean, I forgive to an extent, but I, forgive I don't everybody. forget anything. I'm very forgiving. I'm type of person that will, I'll never forget <laughs> you. I forgive a lot more than majority of people in my life. That's how I know you really love me. Yeah. You're, you get away way more <laughs> with murder. Yeah. No murders. No murders. Don't be looking at my Google history. Mm -mm. No, I forgive you more. And I forgive the kids more, like that. But if this is a marriage thing, yeah. So I, just inside our family lucky. circle. Huh? Just right inside our tight family circle. There's some good amount of forgiveness in there. Yeah. Outside. No. Good luck. Yeah. I'm type person. You have to earn it. Well, I'm w like that with you too. You have to earn your respect back. Yeah, I, do, I do try hard to pay back. I'm all about respect. I'm all about forgiveness because I'm <laughs> fucking up because I'm fucking up so often. I genuinely feel that I have no right not to forgive somebody unless they really fuck with my family or something crazy, but that has never happened. Yeah. If, I, and if it did, there's no evidence, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty quick to forgive everybody. Yeah. I'm not. It's because I don't want conflict. I know. It's exactly why I, want balance I feel like peace. when you forgive people, you give them permission to do you it again. You give them permission to do it again. So if you make them earn it and it's legit, I mean, yeah, that means they care enough to want to fix it or make it better. Yeah. Then you can forget. Then you can, then I can find, I just can't just be like, oh, I forgive you for treating me like shit or whatever, whatever it is. I just can't. I'm very stubborn. It's funny you use that comment. Is that how you feel that people um, transgress against you the most? They treat you like shit? Yeah. Yeah. If they do something to hurt me or the kids or the family, I don't hey, forgive. Anybody in mind? You want to drop any names? Nope. <laughs> I just don't forgive like that. Good luck. Guys. Unless you, and you can't just earn it one time. It's something that is something that you have to show like repeatedly. So, you know, it's not just a one-time thing. All right. What's the next question? Last question. I'm scanning because I wanted to be a good one. Oh, just because some of these are kind of goofy. 
can okay. Here it's it not is. fun. Here it is. This is like serious. This is how we're gonna. Oh, this marriage is marriage. Ugh. Marriage is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why they ask all these questions. It's not that serious. All right. So here it is. Make it like it's a hard job. Can we comfortably and openly discuss our sexual needs, preferences, and fears? Hell yeah! <laughs> what are you scared of sexually? Scared of? Yeah, it says fears in there. Can we comfortably and openly hmm. discuss our sexual needs, our preferences, and fears? I, I don't, what do you mean fear? I don't know what they uh, mean. Well, you ain't scared of nothing. You ain't scared of nothing when it comes to your sex life. Well, I'm not scared of nothing. If I don't like something, I'll say no, but. Actions speak louder than words, it? baby. I ain't scared. How would, could I possibly be scared of? I don't know. What about that time I wanted you to wear the leather kilt? You didn't want me to wear a leather kilt. Yeah. The ball gag. Oh, wrong girl. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> forgive me <laughs> no you just trying to admit that that didn't happen Mm-mm. it didn't happen yeah i know it didn't it sounded crazy though no would you be scared if i asked you to put on a ball gag and, and handcuffed you <laughs> with your legs behind your head <laughs> really you're, <laughs> you're gonna ask me that on here <laughs> now you're exaggerating why not we got to close this out with a bang. I guess if you want. Literally. <clears throat> Sorry. So are you comfortable? Are you, are you, are you no. comfortable about discussing no. this? Yeah. About my needs and your fears? That's not your needs. Oh my God. I think I taught you some things. I think you Give did. Give me a break. I think you did. You are older than me. <laughs> that don't matter. <laughs> Jeez. That's not what you said when you were uh, showing me some things. Oh. Back on week three. <laughs> Back on week three. <laughs> Give me a break. Okay. No. Guys, we have a no good. No ball gags. Yeah, there are no ball gags. Yeah. <laughs> not, that we, not that hey, we haven't perused the internet. Why don't you answer that question? For, I did. I did. I discussed my needs and, and your fears. <laughs> That's not your needs. Oh, my goodness. I think that we are 100% comfortable <sighs> with discussing our needs, preferences. Yeah, we have no problems with uh you know, if we have to talk about making things exciting or something yeah. or change things up or whatever. As long as it's or, not in public. You know. That's you, the one you fear. You miss the spot. You know, whatever. <laughs> I don't miss. Yeah, over here, buddy. <laughs> Maybe I miss. I usually miss like in the middle. No. <laughs> Other than that, that's when no. you hit the headboard. I don't think we have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks you know for. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. No. Keep talking. I was going to close it out. You're gonna close it out. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear you keep talking no, about no, your. No, never mind. I want to hear you talking about your sexual needs, your preferences, and your fears. I have no fears. That's my girl. <laughs> if I don't want to do something, I won't. Are you scared? No, I ain't scared. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> but yeah, and you're definitely not afraid to talk about it. No, well, honestly, though, when it comes to that's one thing that's been important. I think we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. What about year three in our marriage? My what? Like year number three. Year number three? Yeah. That was probably my most insecure year. Maybe two or three. I was uh, uncomfortable about talking about my needs, my fears, expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I claimed up. You were playing video games. That was part of the problem. That's, you were like into that. Like I literally would put on a negligee on try to be sexy. (laughs) A serious video game Try to be sexy. And you you wouldn't even look at me. You would just be like. I was too consumed with World of Warcraft. You were. You're horrible. Year three. You were horrible. I was horrible. Mm -hmm. And I definitely admit it. And uh, and I've definitely spoke with actions louder than words to say I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You're forgiven. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. We're going to close it out. Episode three. Um. <laughs> Come on, you got one more question. All right, you want one more? Yeah, because we can't. You want to close it out with, with a that? ball gag? I thought the ball gag was killer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Some I'm gonna these, go buy you one. Some of these really don't apply to us. See? Like, um, do we truly listen to each other and fairly consider one another's ideas and complaints? Yes. That's just an easy. Right, yes. That's stupid. Yeah. Like we're repeating ourselves at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Here's the, here's the bonus tip in the questions. Oh, what was that? If your partner's answer made you feel triggered, uncomfortable, <laughs> or unsettled, don't ignore it. Lean in and first process why the answer they gave you made you feel that way. Bring it back up at a later time and ask more questions to bring clarity. Really? Do people really pay attention to that stuff? I don't know. I'm sure we're not the first person to read this website. If, hey, listen, if you need marriage advice, just call me. 
No, I'm too hard. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it. I've had people say you should be a marriage counselor. I couldn't you do give it. great advice. You know why you I give do. great advice to people? Why is that? Because you don't give advice that benefits you. Right. You give That's a, the difference. You give real advice that benefits them yeah. ba- based on your life experience. And I'm honest. Yeah. When, when I'll I, let you know if you're doing something wrong. When I watch you talk to somebody about a serious problem, or even if it's not so serious, I'm very impressed because you're honest. You don't, you don't pull any punches if it's hard yeah. to say or hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. And and you really give them advice that's going to help them and their relationship. Yeah. Like it's, I could care good. less about me when somebody's having the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's like, if I tell you something, it's not cause it's going to work for me. You're an amazing or make woman. Make me feel better. Amazing woman. Chanel I've Diedrich. always been good like that with my friends. You are. Yeah. I, I don't want one of those friends where I, I can tell them my problems and they're like, Oh, you did nothing wrong. You're you're It's not your fault. I don't want that. Want I've yes never people. been. That's why people probably don't talk to me anymore and call me about their problems. Cause I'm honest. Too honest with if you're them. an asshole, I'm going to tell you you're an asshole. Well, you don't usually say it like that. You just say, you know, you really have not been acting right. <laughs> and here's why. No, I'll say it's coded for you you're being an asshole. I'm pretty honest. All right, baby. You're going to take us out. I just took you out. You're going to take us out. Want me to knock you out? I love you, Chanel. Yep. I love you too. <laughs> hit the green button. What green button? The green button this over one? there. Yeah. Why? What's this no, one? I hit the red one. I don't trust it. you. No, the red See, one. See, there goes the no, trust the, issue. The red one. See? Yeah. No, now slide that thing. What? Up. What thing? This thing. Okay, we're learning how to do this. Oh, episode, this is where I was supposed to go louder. Episode two. Episode two in the books. Marriage counseling. <laughs> Love you guys.